Don't forget to slather on some Sad Styles productions before getting out in that sun. On Tuesday, Andrew and Mikey are silent retro video game assassins when they play Ninja Gaiden. Also on Thursday, the Jackass crew gets started with part one of the review of Jackass, the movie. Also on Thursday, Mikey and Brian let you in on all the secrets of sports marketing on the sign-off, a framework podcast. Losing money with Andrew Bascom is making picks on the Euro Cup and the Adesanya Vittori fight on this 20-minute cutie. It's a hot podcast summer. Don't be afraid to get into it. Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it. Ninja Guy Dan. Ninja Guy. When I have guys over one day, yeah, I hope to have a Ninja Guy Den. It's, oh. it's like a man cave, oh, yeah. but it's for guys, oh. and it's in my den. We're just kind of hanging around, shooting the shit. Every- hey, look at this shuriken. <laughs> Don't look too closely. It's a shot, motherfucker. Everybody got to wear your geese. Do uh. you have your gi on? Hey, should we then go to the gi den? Yes, we should go to my French Canadian den. That is a much better place. We have poo tent. Oh, I, usually I call the bathroom the poo tent. Hey, <laughs> this guy always with the jokes. You guys want to play some swords? <laughs> Ready to go? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Oh, God. Welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom. And I am the bad boy of podcasting, <laughs> Mikey Nunchucks Aaron Because uh, you're a bad boy, you'd carry around nunchucks. Yeah, I was like, do I, should I yeah. make a pun about my name? I don't need to. No. Because I'm the bad boy of podcasting. Yeah, he's coming out branded now on this one. So yeah, exactly. I, I like that. Wasn't there a period in like the 80s where people were like, uh, throwing stars and nunchucks are illegal? Okay, there was a period in the 80s where ninja everything Mm. was like the mode of modus operandi for North America. Ninja panic. Ninja panic was was the thing. And and you're not going to believe me when I say this, but this week's game, which we will get into later, um, is was made as a byproduct of that. It was essentially Tecmo oh. being told, ninjas are all the rage. <laughs> Make a video game in America about this. People love ninjas. They love them. Yes. They're dangerous. Yeah. They're edgy. They're yeah. the bad boys of video games. They're in Beverly Hills. <laughs> They're... They're everywhere. Ninjas. Uh, So if you're new to this podcast, first of all, welcome. What's up? Secondly, uh, typically what we like to do is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Mm -hmm. Usually it's something that had somewhat of an effect on us one way or another. Well, Uh, we rate and review the game as we remember it. Then we take a little bit of a break. We play the game, play you some of that audio, come back and rate and review the game as it stands in the modern day against the likes of modern games. Yeah. This week is a little bit different. Yeah, it is. The reason why we're taking a look at Ninja Gaiden is because the remaster is coming out which is the Ninja Gaiden Sigma, Sigma 2, and Ninja Gaiden 3, um, which, you know, t- say what you will about those names. Yeah. They're fantastic. Well, they're the best. <laughs> and the no best one names. had anything to say about that. Yeah. Uh, those are coming out uh, this week. So if you're listening to this, you got your, your scant day or two away from the remasters coming. Uh, but we're going back to the original mm. on the NES. Oh. Um, now, Andrew, both you and myself never actually played this game no, on sir. the NES. So it's going to be a little bit different when we do play it. We'll be coming back and rating it as we think we would have liked it. Yes. If we had played it back when it originally came out. Right. Um, But before then, we're taking a quick... Whoa. Left turn. He was so quick. And talking about whatever the fuck we want. How about that? Oh, my goodness. Let's fuck around. Yeah. Fuck up, fuck up, and get down. Oh, my goodness. That is truly the language of the bad boy of podcasting. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, no good boy at podcasting would ever say something like that. No, no. Um, so Andrew, what, what, like, t- tell me something. What, have, something. what the fuck okay. have you been up okay, to? Okay, okay. So, okay, so I brought it up last week, but uh, Town, yes, uh, is now. Ooh, By the man. way, can I can I say this before before you say sure, whatever it is that you're about to yeah, say? Because yeah. the the fans are like, why did Andrew just speak? Mikey was speaking. And I didn't and, cut you off. You no, asked you me a question, but they were like, "Why did? Why does there even need to be a back and forth?" You know? Do you know what I mean? Because they just want to hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. So, so I want to oh say one thing real quick. Yeah. When you were talking last week about mayor of Easttown, yes, and you kept making a joke about a mayor, M A R E, as in horses, horses, horses. <laughs> Rod like the wind, bullseye. <laughs> You're a good podcast. Nay, nay, nay. Again, obviously. No, you kind of did that intentionally. I, well, no, no. Well, I knew it was going to come. I was trying to find a way to avoid it because I'm editing this week and I didn't want to have to edit in the drop. But here we are. I thought it was Mayor, M-A-Y-O-R. Oh. Of Easttown. The Mayor of Easttown. But it is actually M-A-R-E. Her name's Marianne. Now, what if, what if it were the the Mayor, M-A-Y-E-R of Easttown? It was and a female horse? No. It was a female horse mayor? Wait, oh, okay, no. Wait a second. I was just excited that a horse was a mayor. I'm so sorry. I have a small town in oh. America. I got really excited to the idea where they're like, they're like, what do you think, mayor? And they, they hoof drops down twice. And they're like, twice is yes. Okay, let's go with it. No, I was a John mayor. A John oh mayor of Easttown. Oh, my town. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. That, that place would be a wonderland. So, uh, and isn't Easttown quite Maine? No, Pennsylvania. 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 Outside of Philadelphia. Yes. Uh, Easttown is? Easttown is, yes. Okay. Yes. Do you think the rest of Pennsylvania is jealous of that name? Because they all consider themselves to be like, uh, we're the East Town. Well, you know, it's funny. East Town is such a generic name, but it actually is a real place. It feels like, why don't we all have East Towns? Yeah. Like, why in the world, like in Toronto, we call our East version the Beaches or Leslieville or right. Danforth. There's just like versions that are East of. There are no East Towns? No East Towns? East Town and Down? Oh, there we go. That would I be like... Southeast, I think. Southeast Town. Yes. East and Down. And then Southie in Boston. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Oh, my so, goodness. So, but it is M-A-R-E of East Town, right? M-A-R-E, yes. It's okay. the short version of her name. So I haven't seen it yet. Oh, But Mikey. I am excited to. Have you finished it? So the, the finale was uh, nine days ago at this okay. point. Uh, it was last Sunday. And uh, and the big reveal was and, and this on the retrograde. We don't deal in weeks. We deal in specifically days. Yes. we can't say over a week. We have to say the specific amount. It's of always days. in days or fortnights, and for, no months, yes. no months, no years. So it's like, how many years ago was that? And you're like, don't say that. It was 47 fortnights ago. Uh, honestly, mm, yeah, that makes sense. Like 47 seasons of Fortnite ago. Yes, you said 47. <laughs> oh, ago. back in the day. Yeah. Oh my god, with the banana man. Yeah, absolutely. I remember what you're talking about. Sorry. Yeah. So do do, do continue. You? Uh, you know, there's not much I'm going to say because I do not want to reveal the the end. Okay. There, there was a killer. Uh, we did find out there was finality, which is nice in a uh, in a kind of whodunit style. That's the thing that happens at the end of every Mortal Kombat fight, right? A finality? Finality. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Final victory. <laughs> is it, No, I agree. In these kind of things, you're always worried that they're going to go like, hey, we're, oh, who did it? Who did it? Right. Who did it? And it was like, you know what? We all did it. It's like, no, no. I want... <laughs> Someone that that is actually, but don't Easy I there, am Spartacus, Spartacus bullshit on. this one. I want someone to go, I did it. And they go, ah, oh, and everyone's like, yes, very good. No, and there was there was a little bit of a twist, but it was good and uh, very satisfying. And, you know, it just like, like I said last time, yeah, it turns out Kate Winslet, pretty good actor. So uh, she's got some chops, young and up and comer in the industry. Absolutely. Yeah. You know who killed it, by the way? The door from Titanic. Oh my God. Yeah, the one they rested on. The door that was only buoyant enough for one person. Absolutely. I get it. I get it. 
is a king of the hill situation. Speaking of video games. King. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> she, she's like, this is my door. He's like, I want that door. He's like, fuck off. This is my door. Titanic is just a, uh, ultimately is a, is a game of king of the hill. Absolutely. From when the ship is going down and everyone's trying to get to the top yeah, of it. Exactly. Oh my God. I never even thought about it that yeah. way. What I, makes you think? Have you, have you like been careful enough? Cause this, since Titanic, mm. the, everyone's been talking about it. Okay. Your door, your doors are double buoyant, right? They are. And I've checked, I've, I've, I've unscrewed each one of them. Oh yeah. Rested them in the bathtub and I'm like, mm, no, this is pretty good. And, and like the old saying goes, yep. unscrew your doors. Okay. So you unscrew yourself. Mm. If the Titanic goes down in a Noah situation. Yes. Yes. I have a couple of doors. We can make a small arc. Yeah. Uh, and we're ready to go. Yeah. Don't be an, a Noah at all. Be a yesa. Did you that what you're gonna go with? <laughs> no, I hadn't. I'm thankfully you said something. Yes. So, but ultimately, you're saying a high recommend on Mayor of Easttown. I, I am so excited. I tweeted this out a couple days ago. I'm so excited for people to talk to me about the show. It was incredibly popular, and I, I'm really glad people watched it. And now I want to have a long discourse about the end. Yeah, Andrew, you literally tweeted, "Hey, if anyone wants to talk to me about Mayor of Easttown, I'm here." You know what the worst part is about Mayor of Easttown? It was like the same thing. I tweeted that out about a succession too, oh, and then yeah. everyone goes like, "Oh, whatever." And then like three months later people like hey do you want to talk about succession i'm like yeah oh welcome aboard everybody yeah succession got enormous and now yeah. i i'm very excited for the next season whenever oh. whenever it happens they supposedly just wrapped shooting oh nice so oh, we will good. have it soon hopefully six months uh, i can wait i'll wait okay, you i'll wait. allow okay, it i'll allow them to take their time with it if they want speaking of television yeah kind of uh disney plus yes streaming service the i've plus. heard of it i've the heard plus. of this yeah um they've got a new show so uh, on the retrograde, you and mm -hmm. me have been talking about all the Marvel shows that have been hitting Disney Plus. Yes, right. So this WandaVision. week, WandaVision, WandaVision, The Falcon and The Winter Soldier, The Falcon and The Winter Soldier, yep. and this week we have premiering The Loki, The Loki. Yes, of course. And so we wanted to talk about this kind of initially just for scheduling purposes. The show Loki is coming out on Wednesdays. Right. This podcast comes out on Tuesdays. It's a shitty situation. It's not great. Yeah. And so they went away from the Friday schedule and now we're moving to Wednesdays. And so that's not going to be great for this podcast. And so we just thought instead of people being afraid of like, where is, where am I? Where am I watching this? Uh, you know, what part of, what episode are we talking about here? Right. We didn't want to ruin this for anybody. So we're going to be moving all the Loki conversations over to the Mushroom Club, which we've usually done and done a season long recap over there. And, and what is the Mushroom Club, Andrew? The Mushroom Club, of course, is our Patreon arm of the Retrograde Podcast. Right. It's patreon.com slash the Retrograde Podcast. Right. i sorry. I've heard of that. Hey, yes. And if you enjoy free content over the retro, uh, Retrograde, which you are currently right yeah. now, uh, we've got you. Huh. We, there, people are being swarmed to your house right now. Yeah, we're trying to get you to pay for it. 100%. It's the honor system. They're going to do one of those classic pirate situations where they hang you up from your ankles mm. and shake down anything that comes out of you. <laughs> all the gold. Yeah, all that Ooh. gold. Ooh. Is that a pirate situation? Uh, you know what? In my mind, it is. I feel like it's like in a cartoon when like a nerd tries to get into a club and the bouncer <laughs> shakes him upside down or something I like that. I like that too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what cartoons I'm watching where a nerd tries to get into a club. You know what cartoons you're watching? I think I'm watching Leisure Mike? Suit Larry. You know what cartoons you're watching, Mikey? All Batman. of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Speaking, no, I am actually watching a new cartoon. Uh -huh. I, I brought this up last week because I was testing the waters, the holy like waters. Oh, okay. Of, like a pirate, yeah. yeah. The holy waters of Castlevania. Oh. And I got to say, I... Did not expect to like this show. It just felt so generic. Can but, I ask why you didn't expect to like this show? So I love animated shows. And you love video games. And I love video games. But I don't love all anime. Mm. And I don't love all video game adaptations. Okay. And it felt to me like what is there about Castlevania? A notoriously non-like very, like there is a story, but it's not very cinematic. Right, right. What is it? 
going to be in the form of an anime that, you know, about a war between Dracula and this, it just feels like the scope and scale is a lot bigger. Like, it would be as though if there's a Mario anime, that the Mario anime is about a war against the Mushroom Kingdom. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turtles. Yeah. Just turtles in turtles, general. Turtles. Yeah. 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 Turtles. I love turtles. Um, so I was I was skeptical because I'm like, how much can they draw from this? But it's really good. It's it's deep in lore. They do a lot of winking to the fans that are paying attention in terms of the weapons that are used, some right. of the characters that you come across. And it's very, the art style is fantastic. The writing is surprisingly not terrible. And they do that great thing. Yeah, honestly. not terrible. Well, High bar to me. For anime. Yes. Honestly, like that's like- I'm only half joking. It's, it's, but there's this, they do a really good job. A good anime often relies on a cycle of- uh, anger and revenge mm. where you're like I fucking hate that guy I can't yeah. wait to see their guts come out of their nostrils because yeah. like that's the way that they're going to die and Castlevania does a good job of balancing that like okay. the amount of anger you feel towards someone with then getting your like that feeling of of justification uh, but also having sympathy laid on the main villain in Castlevania which is Dracula he's wow. not really the worst guy in the show so I, I'll, I'll say thank you to all the D-pads who are recommending that oh, I get okay. into this show because I really did not expect to like it. Yeah. And I'm enjoying it. It's a quick watch too. Um, it The first season is like four episodes. Each episode's like 25 minutes. The wow. second season I think is like 10. And then the third season, yeah, it just, it goes on from there. It's like, you can finish it relatively quickly. Oh, there you go. And I'm enjoying it. You said Netflix, eh? It's on Netflix. Wow. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a new show. I don't know if you've heard about it um, called solos i think on prime hmm. and it looks sort of like a black mirror type thing i tried to Ooh. watch it but it's like it's got really big names and hathaway's in it morgan freeman's in it oh my. uh each in their own episodes yeah uh and i tried to watch the first one and it's with anne hathaway and i just do not like her <laughs> oh you don't like anne hathaway i don't she just um. always feels like she's acting too hard okay you know All what right. i mean yeah i'm i i like anne hathaway okay well uh, this is where we part ways andrew this we is finally where, this is we it. finally got shake hands in the middle <laughs> and walk the old dusty road in two different directions um, no, I, I, I think more people agree with you. I think people are anti Anne Hathaway. And if you are, let us know. Well, but imagine being her brother's kid and you had to call her Auntie, Auntie Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. <laughs> Auntie Anne's like the pretzels. Oh. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, she does tie herself into a knot trying to act properly. Very so, yeah, good. Yeah. There is strong theater camp energy yes. from her at all yes. times. Yeah, like yes. she is a theater kid at heart. You can right. tell. Right. And I think she was because her mother was actually a touring theater actor. Oh. So that makes sense that she also would. Also a bad one or? How dare you? <laughs> she won an Oscar. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, that's the. For a the, movie the, I didn't enjoy, yeah. but yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, shut up. Uh, okay. So solo, duh, no recommend. No. Well, I, yeah, so far it could, it could be good. I'm not, I was, I was hoping that you would have watched it. I have not watched haven't. it. Can I tell you something I've watched? Yeah. Okay. Another Andrew, you HBO. Can, you can tell me anything. Really? Well, like these, I mean, we're recording this. Yeah. And, like I don't have to release it. Like, Oh, that's is true. there anything Maybe, that you... Well, this is this is the old Hollywood model. One for us, one for them. Yeah. We record one, no one will hear it. No one. No one. So okay. tell me your... Our biggest secrets ever? Yeah. Um, Biggest secret. What's my, what's my biggest secret? That the tall lady won't love me. Oh, from, you know from I mean? Resident Evil? Yeah, I put myself out there and I say, hey, tall lady, what's up? I like you. And she's like, she's like, no. She doesn't want to eat me. She doesn't want to kill me. Oh, she doesn't want to love that's me. That's the worst. Yeah, you want to you want to be either loved or hated. Don't fall in between. Exactly. It's it, the, the the worst thing you ever want is just people going. Eh. Yeah, eh. I don't remember him. I don't yeah. even remember him. No, I know, and that's why. Like, you must know this because you're the bad boy of podcasting, right, Andrew? I know that. Yeah. Right. Stop telling me. You're a classic bebop, and you you <laughs> and everyone you, and you are my foot gang. <laughs> 
is everybody's like, boo, boo bad boy podcasting. And <laughs> yeah. you're, you're like eating it up just with a spoon. Up. I just, I just, I do, I do a, the old, uh, there's a wrestler that I used to like. Oh, okay. Uh, his name is uh, Hulk Hogan. But you didn't like him because of his wrestling. You liked him because of his politics, right? It, mainly his <laughs> politics and his attraction to his daughter. Was, oh, was really yeah. cool to me. I forgot about that. <laughs> so gross. And his dog throwing abilities. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't him no, who threw the dog. Yeah, it, 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 he, Mr. Nanny. Mr. Nanny, I think. Yeah, yeah something I think like so. that. Isn't that so funny, too, that we had to, like, there was a whole movie in the 80s where they're like, it's a nanny. What if it was a guy? <laughs> it was like, Mr. Nanny? Like, it feels so weirdly redundant now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so uh, another show I wanted to talk about was an, also an HBO show. Yeah. It's called Hacks. Ooh. And it is also starting Gene Smart. So I don't know. Gene Smart must have a like contract with HBO. They're like, heads up, we're gonna call you and we're Who, gonna put Gene you. Who's Gene Smart? Gene Smart was in Watchmen. She was in Mayor of Easttown. She was in Twenty Four. She was in. If I showed you a picture of her, you'll I know, would know her from about. another HBO show. You, she's in every HBO show, and um, she was the detective in Watchmen. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Older woman. Yeah, right. Right. Really, really good actor. And so, like, she she plays a older stand-up comedian that is aging out and her young comedian friends that are helping write or younger people that are she's paying to write jokes for oh, her. Oh, so it's not hacks as in like computer hacks. No. Nope. hacks as in like hack comedy. In comedy. Oh. It is so bloody funny. I love that. It is so... Sorry, it's what? Funny. Bloody funny. Bloody? Yeah. You never. You don't say that. Yeah, I say it all the time. Andrew, I've never heard you say that. Mikey, I say it all the time. Andrew. You don't listen to me. That's the well, issue. That's true, but I, 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 my ears perk up when someone says bloody because yeah. it sounds absurd when they say that. No, it is so bloody, bloody funny. Cheers. <laughs> You're going to love that show. <laughs> so it's Everyone a, likes talking like Mick Jagger. It's a good show though, eh? It's Hacks? so good. It's so good. And so like, this was a nice little like, you went from Mary of Easttown and going like, oh, everything sucks. It's so sad. The world's so great. And then you see her, the Next, the person that was playing her mother in Mary V's Dad is like in the next show being funny. You're like, oh, okay, this makes me feel better. That's amazing. Yeah. I'll, I'll give that a shot for sure. I want to watch both of them. I, I'm, I'm in the mood for a good TV, uh, which is which is why I'm watching all the Batman anime. Castlevania. Castlevania. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it, you want good television? Turn off HBO. Yeah. Turn we, on Crunchyroll. <laughs> <laughs> why did you say uh, Batman again? Well, because I'm always, I'm still watching Batman. Oh, the, the animated series? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. yeah. And, okay. and movie. I'm still, so I found that there's a good, uh, another tactic to find more Batman in cartoons oh is just to search the names of other members of Justice League and hope that he shows up <laughs> in their cartoon. <laughs> so you're watching a whole Martian Manhunter movie <laughs> yeah. and you're like, God, I hope Batman shows up in this. <laughs> and he always does. It's amazing. <laughs> it's called like, it's like Superman versus Doomsday or something like yeah. that. And Batman's just like in the background. I'm like fucking like this Okay, guy. so where where have you reached with dissipating returns on this one? Where you're like, okay, Batman was the star of these. I really love them. Yeah. And now you're in the like, you're now you're like the guy searching for butts on the ground so he can smoke cigarettes. Yes. Or butts on the internet so that I can get a nut. <laughs> no, I just want to kiss those butts. You know what? Is it's it's finding enjoyment in the other elements of DC. There was there was a, a, a Justice League movie that I watched called Justice League Dark, and it's basically Batman needs to get Constantine and that element of like the magic DC oh, universe. Wow. And it's like it's it's fun. It's so wacky. 
it's like Constantine is like way more powerful than Batman could ever be. Well, yeah, because they're dealing with like the dark arts and magic and stuff. So it's it's just it's fun to see this other universe, kind of like in you know when you're dealing with uh, it with uh, Marvel, like the Avengers, mm. and you find out that there are characters that are just so much more powerful than Earth that it's like gods, yeah, and, go- yeah. like literal gods, yeah, and stuff. Gods. And, so and then Steve Rogers is there, like we got it, guys. <laughs> is Steve Rogers the Batman of Marvel or is Iron Man the Batman of Mar- Iron Man would be right? But but it feels like Iron Man doesn't have the that's a really good question is no it's probably iron man right a little prickly hard to get along with but the the billionaire morals like the moral standing Uh, seems like a very uh uh, captain america thing i still think iron man because i think batman's okay with casualties Mm-mm. Like necessary casualties. No, Batman's never okay with necessary casualties. Wait but, a second. But in a lot of the comics, he ends up getting to the point, and this is maybe where, because uh, I know Iron Man goes down the like alcoholic route. He's an alcoholic, yeah. Yeah, uh, so Batman isn't necessarily that, but he goes down a route of addiction, which is like administering pain. Like he mm. can't live without doing that, which is not a very Captain America thing to do. No, yeah, Captain America's like, you know how I haven't done? Broken skulls in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Just roams the street, cracking skulls. I have been roaming the uh, digital streets I'll- and cracking digital skulls, Andrew, in Overwatch. And I don't need to spend too much time <laughs> talking about it, but I just need to say, I've been updating week by week. I am back on the Overwatch bandwagon. I am such a junkie again. But here's the thing. I haven't lost a competitive match in a long time. Okay. I am, it's, something is clicking. It's at the point where we get annihilated in, in like the first uh, of, of a three round match or something like that. And the whole team is literally yelling at each other. And, and I just find, I'm just like, nope, Guys, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Try this. If it doesn't work, blame me. And we just find a way to win. Like, it feels so good. I'm at about 2,900. So oh, I'm, I'm almost okay. in diamond again yeah, for yeah, the first yeah. time in a very long time. Wow. And uh, it just feels fun. I'm so just loving said, it. You said we. Is there, is there a reoccurring team you play with? No, no, no. Oh. It's it's like it just whomever I'm playing with, you get yeah. some toxic people. And I uh, what here's a great strategy for okay. all you Overwatch heads Here's out a little there. tip. From us to you. From us to you. From from me to you. Andrew can sign off on okay. it if he wants. Yeah. Um, the sign off of podcast. The sign off of podcast. Uh, production. <laughs> is if you're a healer, like a support, okay. it's very hard to carry. But what I've found is if the team's not doing well, find the best person on the team and only heal that person yeah. Yeah. unless they're absolutely fine and you can heal other things. And it turns out at the lower ranks, especially one really good person getting yeah. pocketed will carry all the fucking time. I call that the queen pawn theory where you just, you load up the one powerful person and let the rest of the people just eat bullets. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and it sounds like really sad. It sounds very Iron Man-esque, but it's more that it's just like, this is a strategy that will ultimately let us win. Yes. So who cares? So so like some people are going to be pissed off, but if the team's winning, no one really cares. Exactly. So that's just how it goes. No, I like, I love that theory. That's really good. I had, I had one person, there was like one DPS, like uh, in, in one of my matches that was, a doom fist off doing their own thing. I literally couldn't even see them. And I kept telling the person like, Hey, if you're there, like I know you're attacking right now. I can't see you. So don't expect heals. Yeah. And that person ended up as the match was ending and we were winning was like worst healers in the, I've never played with such bad healers. And the, the people who were all around us was like, are you out of your fucking mind? And started coming to my defense. And I'm like, this is great. Stop trying to please everyone. Yeah. You're always going to have a really good player on your team. And you're always going to have a really shitty player on your team. Forget about the shitty player. You'll win without them. If you're focusing on the good people. And that, that theory has just, carried me see that's good i like that okay so now that we're talking about like games that we can't escape from 
Um, I want to say my one little clip about- We're going to talk about life now? Yeah, we're going to talk about life in okay. general. Yeah. Why? Uh, is uh, is uh, I want to talk about Warzone for like 15 seconds mm-hmm. and then we can start talking about the game of the week. But um, one of the things that I really liked is that to the game, so when you play Warzone, it can end so fast. Some right. guys behind you, you didn't see him. Bang, bang. You're, oh, right. Well, that was, I played 20 minutes of this game and I'm now I'm dead. Some of the times though, I've now been seeing that I've been getting better and getting better is like, whoa, it's like seeing the matrix a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also you get a little bit of mean all of a sudden too. So like if you have a self-revive kit, you can get downed and still like inject yourself, but it takes like seven seconds. Right. So if the guy can run up to you and shoot you again, you're dead, right? And so one of the ones was like, I'm starting to get a little bit better, especially when you get in these one-on-one little matches sure. and you're like running around looking for each other and getting each other. And so I <laughs> knock the guy down and then throw a grenade over at him and just watch him watch it and then watch him. And I stare <laughs> at him the whole time and I'm like, and he blows up. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, you saw me the whole time. And it's like so dark, but I'm so in on this. Also, I realized that if you have a microphone and you're playing in solo matches, uh-huh. so you're just all alone, you get like five percent you get five seconds of the guy's audio when you kill somebody so you can hear them say something truly depraved like a slur that would get you arrested and but you know it makes you feel pretty good because you're like motherfucker and you're like yeah nice yeah suck it Um, i love that so much it it is so satisfying and it's like a drug isn't it what i found is like this is why players in the nhl talk shit and get under people's skin because i i am not that person when i'm playing real sports but in Overwatch, if there's someone who keeps diving me as a support and I'm Ana and I sleep the person, or if there's a DPS and I just flat out kill them with three shots and they don't kill me, I will message them in the yeah. match being like, nice try, I'll see you again in a little while. Like, and they <laughs> get so pissed off and they tunnel on me and then their DPS is now out of the match. And it's like, I do it less because I get enjoyment out of it yeah. and more because I know this person made a smart move in focusing on me, failed, and yeah. now I'm going to take them off their game by saying something like that. And it works every time. And that's why they do it in sports as well, right? Exactly. So you can get into cars in Warzone. The guy's driving after me, trying to run me down, which I totally get. I try and do that all the time. It's hilarious. And so I'm jumping behind trees, getting behind concrete things. I throw down a like proximity mine. He runs over it, blows himself up. And as he's dying and like rolling away, I wish there was an emote of me just pointing to my head (laughs) and going like, Think ahead, dipshit. Like, got you on that one. I have, well, Anna, as, like, that's the support I play the most of. She has an emote where she, it's from the, the Halloween thing, where you, you reach into a bag and you just drop candy on the ground. So if I sleep someone, yeah. I, in a competitive match, will turn away from my team, drop candy on them, and then just walk away. And it's the greatest fucking feeling in the world. I love that. I just wish I could get my five seconds of audio of a guy going, I truly respect you. And it's like, thank you very much, sir. You as a competitor are certainly better than me. Thank you. I hate you, Ron Burgundy, but God damn it, I respect you. Um, And no matter how much you hate very difficult games, you have to respect the Uh influence that Ninja Gaiden has had on our industry. Oh my goodness. Um, And that is the game that we're going to be focusing on this week. As I mentioned, the Ninja Gaiden Master Collection uh, is coming out very soon. If you're listening to this, the day it comes out. Yeah. It has Ninja Gaiden Sigma, Sigma 2, and 3, Razor's Edge oh, on them. Oh, my goodness. This is, this Razor Ramon. Oh, man. The, well, the special Edge. move. Yeah, Razor's Edge. That's the move that my, my brother used to channel Razor Ramon quite yeah. often. I think he has in life as well. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about his mullet and his 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 toothpick that he carries around. Of course, and time, you right? would know him from another Sass House production, Jackass. Yeah, the, oh, that's One of true. the co-hosts of Jackass. That's that's very true. Uh, Jackass. Oh, should have I said that? That we've talked about your brother a lot. And now I'm like, hey, by the way, if you want to go hear this guy in real life. That's a great point. He's I don't know Jackass. how often we've talked about Jackass on this. I mean, if. Can we just talk about of Sass Styles for a second? Of course we can. 
So Sad Styles Productions is the production company that Andrew and I have have mm-hmm. founded. Yeah. Uh, we we have several other podcasts that we work on, most of which we are hosts on in some yep. capacity. You, Andrew, have Losing Money with Andrew Bascom, which yep. is your 20-minute sports gambling fix, which comes out every Friday. What's up? And, uh, and you also tweet uh, odds, picks... Daily, daily picks. insights daily every picks. single day to Instagram and Twitter at losing money WIB. There you go. Ding. Ding. The gypsy's curse. <laughs> um, I, uh, I have also uh, Jackass, which is, I think the one that we've never really talked about on yes, the retrograde. I agree with and you. it's a, it's a podcast where we, uh, me, uh, friend Jay and, uh, and my brother, Chris, we go back and we review in depth every single episode of the TV show Jackass, yeah. as well as some offshoots. Um, it's a ton of fun. It's fucking wacky as all hell, yep. but so is Jackass. So we enjoy it. <laughs> and then the sign off is a sports marketing podcast that I do with my dad at the company that I used to work with. Um, uh, the sign off we, we have that I think would be the one where we get the highest profile guests on. Yes, by um, far. I've had, we've had uh, Doug Gilmore on it. We've had Daryl Sittler. We've had uh, John McDermott who used to sing the anthems for the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, and a ton of other people yeah. coming up. Um, so if you if any of that interests you, that's more about the back end of sports and what happens around the business of sports. If any of those interest you, uh, you can find us all on social media. You can mm-hmm. you can search any of the names of those podcasts and, and give her a listen. Oh, that'd be great. You know, it's, the, the, the bad part about the sign-off though is they've never gotten Riley Little. And I think that's important. That to remember. I mean, and when it comes to guests that I love interviewing. Yeah. How many times has Jacob Sharp been on that podcast? Six? Seven? Not enough. Not, Even here. if it is six or seven. Exactly. Exactly. I, I already can't wait for October so Jacob can join us again. Honestly, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. October, the scariest month of the year next to February. So on top of the Mushroom Club, which we appreciate everyone's support for doing, if you don't mind uh, subscribing, downloading, rating, reviewing, any of those podcasts, that goes a long way to helping us out. First of all, thank you for listening to The Retrograde. Second of all, thank you for supporting us as we grow as a company in general. Absolutely. They're all... They're, if you like us, it's us on other things. Hey, so, I, I love me on other things. There you go. I'm like peanut butter. Are Put you me on everything? <laughs> My body for eh. the for the dog. Eh. <laughs> um, you know, I was gonna say, are you the bad boy of podcasting on all of those platforms? I I I have to be. It's yes. a, it's a it's a gift and a curse. It, it, I, it does not escape me. You know, it's like uh, it, I don't choose this. I don't what choose you, this. your mind. No, no, no. This is this is not a responsibility that I would put on any, but not my biggest enemy. Oh my goodness, I, I, it's a burden you 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 know, it's a cross you bear. It's it's like it's it's like the Hulk. If mm. if the Hulk were contagious, but I'm containing the Hulk so that no one else has to deal with the oh, suffering. Man. Well, you're such you're such a hero. You're such a martyr. I know. Oh man, that's I incredible. Know. You know, speaking of heroes and martyrs. Ryu Hayabusa? Yes, Ryu Hayabusa. <laughs> wow, how'd you nail that one? Of, of Ninja Gaiden. Uh, so I mentioned earlier in the show, the reason, and it's crazy to think, because like Ninja Gaiden is like synonymous, especially with hack and slash ninja style games at this right. point. Started obviously as a as a 2D platformer uh, style game, but it grew into this notoriously difficult franchise. That's one thing that it never lost. You know, everyone talks about Dark Souls yep. and Bloodborne and Demon Souls. Everyone like, talks about it. Everyone, every, all the good <laughs> People, all the good people. Okay. By the way, one of the, the, the there's like you know how jokes will pop up on the games that you play that are like in meta, like mm-hmm. jokes that everyone makes. Yep. Now there's a joke in Overwatch where like when all your team's on fire except for one person, everyone says only the good players are on fire. It's <laughs> like just a little joke. It's really fucking funny. That's good. I like. But that. but everyone's talking about those games as being the difficult ones. But back when Ninja Gaiden for the Xbox came out, Sigma, it was known to be just ruthlessly difficult oh and it God. was it was basically like a hack and slash game with the controls of a fighting game oh. so if you didn't memorize the an entire players because i think ryu is also in dead or alive as well yeah 
Uh, so it would be like memorizing his moveset in order to play a hack and slash. It was a very different game. I hated it when I was a kid. I wanted to like it a lot. I'm talking about the Xbox version. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have the patience for it because I just didn't want to learn all the moves. But now I feel, having gone through Dark Souls, Demon Souls, and those things, I have a bit more patience for a difficult right. game. I wonder if I would go back and, and, and enjoy it. I'm not sure. I, I, I wonder what our patience level is. Because sometimes I also think we've been coddled by modern day games, right. telling us where to go, helping us out. You know, at every opportunity, they make it easier because there's this, you know, there's this feeling that if... Uh, it's too hard. That's a problem with the game. It could be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so like in in a modern sense, like in a very general sense, if right. you're if you're making a triple A title where it's supposed to appeal to everybody, it can't be unbelievably hard. Right. And so I wonder if going back to this would be like either the most frustrating experience of your life or a fresh wave of water hitting over you like, oh, yeah. challenging me in a different way that I've never felt before. I've I've learned about myself that I really enjoy a fair challenge. You right. know, when I die, like I say this about Dark Souls all the time, when I die, I feel like it's my fault. And if in Ninja Gaiden, it's the same way. Because I remember Shane Bettenhausen, who used to write for EGM, okay, and loved this game, talked to the create. I fucking, I'm so mad at myself that I'm no, I can't remember his name right now. He's like a rock star of game. I with Team Ninja. Anyway, I can't can't think of it right now. But he uh, he had an interview with him, and 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 the creator asked Shane Bettenhausen, "What is it that you like about Ninja Gaiden?" Like testing him as a journalist, yeah. and he said, "What I love about it is that every encounter you have." is potentially lethal with every grunt everyone in the game can kill you if you're not paying attention and he was like that's a good answer and i heard that i'm like that's a really interesting idea and i feel that way with dark souls if you lose focus you could die to anyone in that game Mm. and that idea now was something that really scared me as a kid but now it it interests me and it's it's different obviously in the 2d platformer that we're going to play the nes version that came out originally in 1988 uh almost ladies almost ladies almost ladies that's the year of uh the birth of our lord the bad boy at podcasting mikey (laughs) aaronworth um um but it came out in uh nes and arcade it's a much but it was still notoriously difficult okay um what 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 I'm curious about though is how much of the game translates to my understanding of what Ninja Gaiden is because yeah. my entry to the series was on the Xbox with Ninja Gaiden Sigma. Um, so we'll see we'll see how much of the overall feeling of the SNE or the NES version carries over to the Xbox right. version, which I'm familiar with. But I want to walk you through something that kind of baffles me a little bit about this game. Okay, the NES version, not having played it, the story is it's notoriously very deep. Okay. In spite of what I'm about to say, uh, oh. it was actually credited by X-Play, and I'm not sure if it's true or not, by being the first console game, I believe, that used cutscenes as a way to progress wow. the story, Holy. which is, was very interesting. But yeah. the story is Ryu journeys to America to avenge the murder of his father. Now, Classic. on the cover of this game, it's Ryu in full ninja garb. Okay. He is like... Not he's like dressed for Halloween ninja. Okay, like doesn't yes. miss a thing. Got it. The like, if a ninja's supposed to blend in, he is doing the opposite of that. Mm. But now he's in America, and in the background of the art, there's the Empire State Building. No, the, it's modern New York, and it is on fire. So my question is, huh? how did Ryu get to America? And I picture him on first class, like flying Delta. Right. Just sitting yeah. there with his eye mask on. Couple G and T's. Couple yeah. G and T's. Slips, slips a pill. He's good. <laughs> he's just, but I mean, he's, he's still, even with the pill, sleeping with one eye open. Yeah. Oh no. You. That's only to give the impression that you're like, try me. 
Try me. Yeah. Try me. I, I brought myself down to your level. Now, then he's Ooh. fighting. He's fighting like the drunken master. Yes. That's, oh, that's a great, great idea. Movie. Uh, what about uh, what about how does he get through security? I, I don't think they ever see him. Oh, that you know what? He just does like a flip over. Yeah. The, <laughs> and over then the just thing. guys like looks up and was like, huh? Okay. It's just a box. <laughs> it's just a box. <laughs> and there's a drop ceiling probably. He like goes yeah, through that yeah. for a bit. Yeah. I like to think that. I also think, uh, I don't want to ruin your, your, your beautiful idea you have in your head, but is it a barge? I imagine he takes, he stows away on a barge. Yes. All the way to America. Or what about a prestigious cruise line? Oh, there could be that too. He's, he takes a carnival cruise over. He takes a carnival cruise. He was, <laughs> he was like, I need to avenge my father. And they're like, Disney cruise while aboard. And he's like, I'll wait till tomorrow. <laughs> Does that, mean, does that mean I can get a picture with Mickey? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Is Goofy free on this trip? No? Okay, I will wait for Carnival then. <laughs> I like that Ryu speaks like Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I imagine what every Castlevania character sounds like as well. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Actually, no, no. You know, they, okay, oh, so that is a typical anime voice. Yes. But then the other typical anime voice is the like very lethargic, couldn't care less guy <laughs> who kicks a ton of ass like, well, I don't know, Alucard. Maybe we'll just beat Dracula single-handedly. And you're like, <laughs> okay. But Dracula will be around all the time. <laughs> That's what the sidekick says. You, yeah, exactly. That, yeah. <laughs> you're a big guy. I'm a little guy in this story. Right, right. Right, right. But wait a second, Dracula will be waking up tomorrow. <laughs> and you're like, oh. The way that you're shaking your head is the only way you can say, like, oh, the listener can't see Andrew. No, If no. you can, not yet. how are you doing that? Where are you? Where are you right now? Are you stowed away on a carnival cruise ship somewhere? If you're a cop, you have to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so we'll see, we'll see how the story actually holds up, but it won uh, a couple awards when it came out. Okay. Uh, Nintendo power gave it the best ending, I believe to a game in 1989. Did it also give it the field of childhood dreams? The, if, if only, if only they were so ahead of their time oh that God. they would give it something like that or and, the best buy. Yeah. Nintendo power. Guess what? One of you is out of business. One of us is existing <laughs> and it's the retrograde podcast. If you start giving out better awards, who knows? More like Nintendo. Not so powerful. Oh, powerless. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. More like retrograde. Um, you're retro as in you're so old, Nintendo, and we are great. <laughs> Nintendo don't do power. <laughs> N- Sega do, though. Sega do. Sega do power. Sega do, Sega do. Sega do Sega power. Do. And we got Ben Schwartz being like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tapping his foot, like looking at his watch. Uh, good old Sonic, man. I like oh, that man. guy. He's the best. Um, so, but the, another award that Nintendo Power gave yeah. this game was Best Challenge, which scares me. Oh, because no. Because we're, we're also a week away. We're a week ahead of the remake to Super Ghouls and Ghosts or whatever the name of that remake oh, is. Oh, my God. Came out. We, we could have done a, another version of that game, but we reviewed that for, I think, February yeah. a while ago which was a very difficult game so that is exactly the game i was going to bring up so that's amazing you did that because i was like so we've tried difficult games or famously difficult games in the past and they have had uh mixed results let's say yeah it feels like even going back to the early mega man games Mm, and it's like it feels like it just feels so stiff because part of the difficulty is in the limitation of what your character can do uh like in super ghouls and ghosts when we played that it was like when you jump you could double jump, sure, but you have to be aimed in the direction when you press yes. jump. It's not like Mario where you can float. Right. It does feel, from what I've seen and heard about Ninja Gaiden, though, that mobility is a big factor. You can climb up walls. You can mm. run and jump. So if they if if the game is fluid and I feel like I have the control that I want to have over right. my character and they're not arbitrarily preventing me from doing something that I can do in other games and it's come to be normal and it's still difficult, then that's on me. All If I can't figure it out, then that's my fault. 
it worries me though when it's a game from this era because usually it's like well you can run and jump but you can't shoot diagonally right. you can't shoot down you can't like some, something like that and yeah. so I'm, I'm a little bit worried but we have a, a knife so I, or a sword I don't think we're going to be shooting very <laughs> a knife. much <laughs> a knife. that's yeah, not a knife yeah. this is a sword <laughs> that's how the line goes right I, I, I just don't want it to fall in the traps of the ghoulies and ghosties no that uh, you know what's interesting though is I'm very interested in potentially playing the remake of that mm. in hopes that they've fixed some of the control issues, but if they didn't, I have no interest in it. Is there something about the aesthetic of Ghoulies and Ghosties that like, I watch it and I go, I want to like this game I know. so bad. I really want to. It I has know. so much fun with itself. It does. Yeah. It I, does, just like you on a Friday night. <laughs> uh, it's, yes, it's it's reluctant fun with myself. I'm like, I get, you're a bad boy. You're a bad boy. Here come the poppers. <laughs> poppers. <laughs> I, I'm so curious to play this game. I, I just don't, I don't know what we're going to get into. Yeah. Um, so this, this, I, I'm not sure either because I've never played it and we're playing the NES version. Yeah. There is a, uh, the original trilogy that released on the NES was re-released on the Super Nintendo in 1995. The full trilogy was done between 1988 and 1991, but the re-release came out in 1995 on the Super Nintendo. I'm sure graphically it's a lot better. I'm sure they've done some things to change it, but I figure if we're going back that far, let's go try the original yeah. and do it. It's available on the uh, Nintendo Switch Online, oh. which is just a fantastic thing. Nintendo Switch Online, why don't you have Earthbound? That's a great question that I have for oh. you. I would love to play that, uh, but I can't. Um, before we get to actually playing this game, because right. since you and I haven't played this game in the past, no, we don't sir. have much that we can say about it in terms of our experiences. The major difference in the name of the game between uh, the, the Japanese release and the US release oh, is no. staggering to oh, me. No. The Japanese name was Ninja Ryukenden. And I'd apologize for my pronunciation, except that I fucking nailed it. Okay. Which means the legend of the Ninja Dragon Sword. Ooh, Pretty cool, ooh, right? Daunting, I like it. Ninja Gaiden is ninja, and Gaiden means side story. So it's... The what ninja the side hell? story. It's like not even the most important. So while right, Ryu yeah. is in yeah. New York avenging the murder of his father, <laughs> someone else is doing some crazy ass shit in the <laughs> foreground and you're just kind of out there doing whatever it is. <laughs> the, the other one is brother overthrows communism in Russia. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, what is happening over there? It's like, no, no, stick to New York. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus. Well, let's see if we're able to overthrow any of the enemies in this game. I can't wait to give it a try, Andrew. It may kick our ass, but you know oh what? Oh my God. I have one thing to say to it. I fucking dare you. Oh, my God. I fucking dare you to kick my ass. Oh, my God. Stop being such a bad boy. <laughs> I can't help myself, bro. Uh, the one thing I will say, though, before we uh, take this quick break is uh, a huge shout out to our sponsors of the podcast yeah. and our partners over at a Games that lend us the games that we play so that we don't have to rely on emulators, yep. mods, ROMs, those sorts of things. a Games are a locally run shop in Toronto. They mm -hmm. focus on video games. They have board games. They have memorabilia, merchandise, all that sort of thing, card games. Yeah. Uh, and they're located on Spadina. Yeah. At a, an address that I love to call. Do you? 452 Spadina Avenue. You always look at me as though you're like, don't fucking do the snapping thing this I, well, time. Well, because I never know what's going to come next. I like keeping you on your toes. I, you you really do. <laughs> would, would the Bad Boy Podcasting ever shoplift from ANC Games? There, look, the bad boy podcasting, shoplifting isn't necessarily uh, something that isn't within their code, but you respect hmm. the locally run shops that are working as hard as bad boys would work. Right. right? Okay, so you'd steal from a Target, but you wouldn't steal from your locally run shop. Target has a big... Oh, 
can't remember the word, but yeah. something's on their back that makes me want to. Right. It's like a circle, a circle a with a little dot. Yeah, that's okay, just we'll on their think back. of it. We'll think about that. Yeah, maybe it's something you throw like one of your not swords, but knives at. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When you throw your knives out or like a dart or something like that. Mm. I'll think about. We'll think about it. We'll go play the yeah. game and we'll think if about it. If you know, write us. Write us. Okay? Yeah, write us. Also, if you're watching us right now, just yell it at us. Yeah, and tell us if you're a cop. Yeah, that was a test. Okay, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So. Okay, let's go if, play if the game. game. Okay, we'll, we'll see you guys on the other side. Hiya, <laughs> Tecmo Ninja. Oh, Gaiden. Push yeah, start. I, I don't think we're addressing enough how obsessed we all were with ninjas. They, yeah, they were the biggest things in the world. Okay, so here's a cutscene. Some good music. Oh, very good music. Very upbeat. Okay. So they're in the tall grass. They're running at each other. This is actually very sev uh, the Seven Samurai, eh? Oh, with yeah. With the feet running through the grass. Yes. And they're running from very far away at each other. Very far You'd away. Think they'd walk a little bit more and be like, we'll meet each other in the middle, right? Yeah. Like, if you saw each other, you're like, great. This Dead is sprint. 19, with whom did father have a duel and lose? For Whoa. what reason did he fight and die? Even I don't know for sure. Is that a limerick? <laughs> what was that? There once was a dad from Nantucket. <laughs> this is 1988, Andrew. Yeah. This is fucking nuts. Yeah. That we're getting that that kind of uh, that scene. Now Ryu is reading uh, uh, a letter. Ryu, I'm on my way to a duel. So Ryu basically got a letter from his dad saying, I'm on a duel. Right. And then he died. He passed down his sword, which Ryu carries with him through generations. Oh, okay. And so he's avenging his father. We know this is coming up. He's okay, the so original Avenger, yes. Yes, he, <laughs> he didn't need Phil Coulson for that one. Oh, uh, God damn it. <laughs> Jump is A, which is the rightmost right. button. Ugh. Makes no sense. Nintendo, stop it. Yeah, it's very slow. Like, considering we just watched the cutscene, oh, fuck, where they ran at each other from across a field, it's weird that everyone is running very slow here. You know what I mean? It, it, it is. It's it, Yeah, everything else, except for that dog or whatever it is. What is that running at you? Why is the dog wearing a turtleneck? I also... Dogs in video games fucking suck. Never have them. Yeah, like there, it's a it's a double edged sword, literally, uh, because <laughs> because certain people do not like uh, attacking dogs in general. They don't like animal right. cruelty and something. And then the other one is it's never been like, oh, I really got that dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's always like, fuck that dog you, got me. I can't believe it. And the jumping and attacking is kind of weird. There's these there are these signposts that hold power ups. And you kind of have to jump at a really awkward time in order to hit them. Okay, The, the music wow. is great, though. Music is phenomenal. Andrew's doing a lot better than I was doing my first time It through. is like simultaneously that you need patience, but not patience. Well, we feel that in a lot of these older games that we played. If you're too patient, enemies are just going to come back. Ah, so man. you have to kind of just move forward at all costs. Oh, I got to hurry up? Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, as, as if the game weren't hard enough, there's also a timer. I hate that, man. I really do. I hate timers in video games in general. Nice, nice. Mikey is like a bat out of hell right now. He Meatloaf is, special, baby. Yeah, this Meatloaf special. It's a Tuesday night at the diner. And, uh, oh, look at you. Mikey is flying through this course. Now that you know the, like, now that I know the way the jump works, where you, you have to jump off a wall yeah. uh, backwards... Yes, you have it's to jump. It's a lot easier to kind of predict. Boxers, are, man, it was my issue of like stepping around them because they get behind you. That's the issue. That's the thing is they they really do exploit the area, like your blind spot. The boxers do specifically. The boxers nope. are kind of the hardest enemy in the game right now. Yeah, I would say so. Oh, fuck. Oh, uh, no, now you got the boxers. He's got you in the corner. Jesus Christ. This is, this is absurd 
that the boxer is this hard to kill. He turns you around. That's the yes. problem. And so your instinct is to go the other way, and he just takes advantage of that. Yes. Wasn't that Joe Lewis's special move? <laughs> <laughs> no, his uh, was to be a delicious treat at a gas station. Oh, that's when it was. Yeah. Or an arena where the uh, Detroit Red Wings play. Yes, exactly. There we go. And Mikey beats the first level with one, with one health, health remaining. Very oh, good. Boy. And now we're, of course, in a saloon. And you got to fight a creature of some kind. Oh, uh, you, fuck. you came in with only the I, one I tick. I came in with only one tick. We have, okay. to, we have to go again, I guess. Oh, Sorry, my God. Okay, beginning. so we learned something. I do understand the speed run of this game a little bit. Yes. It also, I got to be honest, the game is just more oh. fun when you're playing it fast, too. Because it does give you the Come tools on. that you need to go very fast and still be effective. I, so, I completely so agree and, and because of that, if you're going slow, it's almost like, well, that's not how they want you to play the game. So in that sense, the timer on each level may not actually be the worst thing in the world. What? These fucking boxers, dude. I mean, if the UFC has taught us one thing, ninjutsu always loses to boxing. Yes, actually, that's that. We do know that as a fact, <laughs> guys. Nope. You got half your health now. Got half my health, and this uh, this guy who's just in a bar with a knife. Someone's got to check him out. Yeah. Even the cops don't want to want to bug him. Create suspend point. Safe slot. Wouldn't that fuck oh yeah, dude? Oh my god. Nice. Mikey is slowly bringing down his health. Oh, oh, you have to jump I around see. him. Suspend, Wait. press, hold, and rewind. Oh, my oh, God, yes, dude. yes, yes, yes. This is the way to play this game. All right. So, Andrew, now using the wall to jump over the guy. See, that's, uh, fucking, that's cool, though. No, that's that's wicked. Damn it. This is the kind of boss fight, though, that, like, I'm totally okay with. It seems like there's a pattern. Oh, uh, I'm going to be fucked. Ah, oh. uh, man. We got him down to four. I fucking love the suspend point. Good old... NES online, baby. Yeah, I just like the idea that Nintendo's like, hey, you know what? We fucked up. Um, <laughs> do you guys want to You do don't have quarters. Uh-oh. Okay, Yes, whatever. okay. You got three Can't points left twice. here. Three points left on the boss. Yes! Got him, baby! Yes! And he got explodes! Him. He explodes! As I love when I stab someone and they explode. Yes, that is always the it's best. It's a true Patrick Bateman scenario. <laughs> My Patrick Bateman is when I feed a cat to an ATM. <laughs> Who are they? They seem to be following me. You look like you were following them, Ryu. Yeah, Who's also, there? the eyebrows are on fleek. Incredible. On fleek. <laughs> Just a girl. Get out of here. It is true. This is not a woman's job. No. Sorry, a girl's job. <laughs> I will, but first, and ah. she's got a gun. What the? Handgun. She shot she me. She shot him? The fuck? You know what? I think he deserved to get shot for misogyny. <laughs> Act two. I love that little cliffhanger, I though. do. That was fucking cool. cool. Also, that would like work for me as a kid. I'm like, no, let me just finish. I'm like, act two. Oh, shit. Ooh, I'm like, okay. I can't wait to play on Tuesday night. Where, where am I? I see the anesthetic is wearing off. Whoa, here, take this and escape. So she just put me in oh, it's jail. A, it's a statue. And I, then she gave me a statue. It looks like an alien. I thought she was just giving you an alien. I'm like, how is this story changing I was like, now? is this a Metroid? What yeah. is this? <laughs> yeah. There's no time to explain. Hey, wait, who are you? He's asked that nine times now. Didn't you try to kill me? I'm no, that was a hug bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's coming. Be careful. Okay. Okay. Be careful, says the person that shot, shot you. Shot me. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be careful of women with guns, I think. <laughs> so on this second level, we are in uh, a mine, let's say. And uh, there are bats, uh, some similar villains from the first level. Um, There's boxers in the mine, which is common, right? Yeah. Well, that's that's where a lot of boxers train. That's true. Yeah. I uh, remember you, Marvin Hagler saying, it's a lot harder to get out of bed when you're in silk pajamas and the mine is closed. Yeah. You know how a lot of people are going to high elevation? These guys are going to low elevation. <laughs> Yo, the traversal of this game is really good, man. It's better than it has to be. 
It's better than Ghouls and Ghosts was, and that was a later game. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it's better than Ghoulies and Ghosties, and that kills me to say because I'm a big Ghoulies and Ghosties fan. <laughs> that dog has, like, a fucking mission. Yeah, uh, I think it smells my dog. Isn't that what dog owners always say? Yeah, that, yeah it does. It smells the dog I on you. I think it smells my dog, and that's why it's paying attention to me. Oh, if you fall, you, like, die, die. And I was doing so well. Oh, well, you started oh, yeah. halfway through the level. That's pretty you know cool. What? Create a suspend point here, then. Oh, that's there you go. Create a suspend point. Oh, my God. Let, let's act like little bad children in grade school and create a suspend point. <laughs> that's how my teachers used to do it. Oh, if you watch out, you're going to get a suspend point. <laughs> did they spank you after that? They did. Uh-uh. But only because I asked. Okay. That's, then that makes it okay. If the kid asks for it. If the kid asks. <laughs> yeah. Are you asking for it? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> if okay. Nintendo wants you to press A so bad, why don't they put it where every other console puts A. <laughs> There's just yeah. like, fuck off Nintendo. Like, Why we'll make it A. That? Okay, sounds good. No, we're going to put it somewhere else. Aww. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why don't you, like, that's like a car company putting the gas where the brake pedal <laughs> yes. is and the brake pedal where the gas pedal is. <laughs> you know how many people died this year because of that? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We have a vision. Yeah. It's corporate synergy. Oh, fuck corporate these. Synergy. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Andrew's waiting under a little ledge thinking the enemy's not going to walk off it and the engine, and enemy falls on Andrew and hurts him. Damn it. I know. You did what I did. Mama, uh, mama, uh. You learned from me. I did. Honestly, <laughs> the only reason I didn't get fallen on by an enemy is because Andrew got fallen on by an enemy before. <laughs> Watch out or I'm going to walk into you slowly. You know what I love about these suspend points? These games that I otherwise never would have beaten. I, I will give a shot now because you could probably get through it in an hour or so. Nice. Oh, no. oh he almost I got the dog pushed was... back in the hole by a dog. I completely oh, would. I think this is a boss. Save I would point. have completely reversed my attitude on dogs where I'm like, don't kill them all. <laughs> when I was playing all the Elder Scrolls games, I would save every time I used a lockpick because I didn't mm. want to run out. So I'm like, I never have to buy a lockpick if I only ever use one. <laughs> Redo it. Do you think you get some kind of achievement at the end because you only used one? Yeah, the achievement is me wasting four hours of my time for 20 in-game currency. <laughs> is that woman throwing wooden swords or crosses at me? Is she trying to convert me? She, yeah, she's trying to convert you to a uh, guy with sword in his belly. And there's a big army man. Doesn't he look like Halo? Oh, like Master Chief? Yeah. The, the titular, titular Halo? Titular Halo? <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I sound like my dad. Is that Halo? Is that a Pikachu? <laughs> Is that a Pikachu? So this is weird. We're on pillars, and there's a green guy spawning and jumping at you. Out of nowhere. And the goal is, and and they automatically land in the hole. Look what I got to do now. Now you have to jump. So this is all, this is less about combat and more about puzzles. So there are enemies, and their goal isn't to kill you. It's to prevent you from jumping to where you need to jump. Jesus. 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 Throw Jesus. Convert to Jesus. And you did. And you're going to die. You're going to meet Jesus soon. I should convert real quick. Yeah, you're going to meet Jesus. Oh, he's coming at you. Oh, you're dead. You're dead. Do it again. Do it again. I'll do it again. Do it again. You suck. (laughs) Whoa. I think you should have converted to Christianity faster and you wouldn't have thrown you down a well. I'll tell. How about this? Yeah. Hi, God. It's me, Michael James Aaronworth or Mikey James Aaronworth. What a ref. You want to call me again. Um, I would love to be able to beat this level on this try. Yeah. Dear Lord, uh, in in thy name I pray, amen. That's pretty good. I like it. I think that's what the... I don't think God likes Mikey, that. Mikey, you got to wait. <laughs> Mikey. I don't think God Oh, my like God. It. Mikey, you got to chill. Okay. You got to chill. Oh, my God. Andrew, you got to wait. Oh, my Andrew, God. you got to oh wait. Oh, my God. She killed me. <laughs> so, basically, there's a ledge we have to jump at this woman who's throwing crosses at us. Oh, oh. for fuck's sake. 
You got to be kidding me. Andrew, you got to wait. Fuck off. <laughs> Honestly, okay. if I don't have ever have to see that lady throwing crosses again, I'm, I'll be a happy I boy. don't remember her being in this part earlier. Like she just shows up again. <laughs> Save point. That's my yeah. favorite part of this game is creating suspend points. And the, the D-pads are at home having creating suspension points. And they're suspending their disbelief while, while we say we're good at these games. I, okay, so we have one woman that's throwing crosses at you, and then a guy just has a machine gun. And? It just feels like not a fair fight. Uh, eight Fuck seconds, time. seven seconds. One second. No, you're dead. No, I got there. Oh, you oh my God, there. Oh thank God. God. With one second left. And creating a fucking suspend point, baby. And welcome back to Retrograde. Hi. Oh, what's up? Just saying hi. Yeah, I know you are. Uh, you wouldn't be doing anything else but that, would you, Mikey? No. No, Andrew. Well, then again. Well, I will. I will. The, is the bad boy of podcasting kind of okay with casual racism? How about this? How okay. about this? I'll do this to you. Yeah. Oh, he bowed and he hit his head accidentally on the microphone. <laughs> oh, jeez. That feels like a Chevy Chase bit from the 70s. <laughs> I bowed and I hit my head on the podium or something I like saw, that. I watched uh, Norm MacDonald had uh, Chevy Chase <laughs> on his show. Oh, sorry. Norm MacDonald had a farm. And Chevy Chase is on it and kept just like doing weird slapstick humor. But like I say humor very lightly. <laughs> yes. Well, that was what he was famous for. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? When he was on SNL for that one year, yeah. which is kind of hard to believe. Yeah. Um, his like his Gerald Ford impression, right? Was always that he would right. run over the podium, right. like fall down. <laughs> right, right. And it's like, uh, like, was that what he was famous for? Not really. But Gerald Ford? Yeah. I don't know him for anything else. Well, exactly. Well, that's the thing, right? All, I only know him for being the guy that Chevy Chase made fun of on mm. SNL. I believe he is the only person ever to not be elected to speaker of the house vice president or president and all and have all those positions really well because he was nixon so spiro agnew was oh i can't believe we're talking about this was nixon's uh vice president he had to resign in an earlier thing so he became i know i know he became vice president nixon was not a crook but resigned anyway and then then gerald ford was brought to president too this is my life surrounded by philistines <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. sorry, I just had the worst dream <laughs> that I had a terrible podcast host for this video game podcast. I thought I was helping people out, informing them of international politics. Andrew, have you not learned yeah. that people do not want to be informed these days? They really don't. They I, want their opinion and they, they want whatever they find on Twitter to confirm confirm it yeah, yeah. confirmation they, bias yes. is what you were looking for earlier that's what there i was looking go. for yeah, thank you yeah. very much asked and answered yeah so uh about an hour later yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, i also i also just want to say because this is now more into your realm isn't spiro agnew the weirdest name of all time you mean the character from the witcher series yes, 100%. <laughs> it's like it's just like like in the next seconds like that not half jaguar half man <laughs> But half man, half Jaguar is Spiro Agnew. <laughs> That's amazing. Jaguar on the bottom, man on the top. Oh, ooh, man. <laughs> which which would you... No, man on the top. You'd rather be man on the top. Because then, otherwise, you speak Jaguar, I think. Yeah, but at least you have a... a like I don't man know, do Jaguars have 
Spiral dicks. Some animals have spiral <laughs> yeah. dicks, and I just don't want to Is find out find myself in that like situation. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't. Yeah, and I, it's always like, and it's always something horrible. Like the duck has a cork dick. You're like, that's fascinating. And they're like, that's to prevent the tremendous amount of rape in the dog, duck culture. And you're like, oh, okay. not to prevent, to promote. I thought it was that. Oh no, yes, it's so they, that the mate can't get away. Yes, and I thought, and it was because like the female ducks have de- uh, like developed corkscrew vaginas to like to help stop that and they're like we'll show you let's do it guys i like that when i was a kid playing with that that thing where it's like put the the square block in the square hole it's like put the corkscrew dick in the corkscrew (laughs) vagina that's how i learned sex impregnate a duck (laughs) mikey not again i will say i don't know what is about this uh, this podcast you just said i will say by the way going back to last week's episode everyone does it put in put in the bucket everyone does um I will say is that in this podcast, when we come out of the game, we usually talk about the weirdest thing, the weirdest shit, the weirdest this thing. Is, this is our last second, last sketch of SNL. That's this is this yes. is what, what it is for us. Oh my god, that's exactly it. It's the first sketch after the second musical yes, act. Yes, and you're like, guess what? We're gonna be weird about yeah, this. Exactly, one. exactly. Do you have any opinions on duck and pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, sir, Boy, I do. Do I? Yes, yes. Joe Ford being the vice president. Do you have any thoughts on this? I actually do have an opinion. This is actually real. Oh, on no. on on oh, duck. No. I'm I'm dead serious. There you go. Straight from Bebop himself, the bad boy of podcasting. Quack, quack. So we just played Ninja Gaiden. And Mikey, I got to say, this was not what I was expecting. Okay. So far, that can mean a lot of things. I'm keeping it nice in general. I I like that it's nice in general. Uh, Do you mean that in a good way or a bad way? I guess we'll find out when we talk about this course. But no, I think it's just... There is the game is more developed than I was expecting. Oh earlier. my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really when I so I was worried when I when we made the decision to do the NES version instead of the SNES version. Uh, I was like, we're clearly going to get a lesser than version of whatever it is that people are remembering. Yes, but this game for 1988 is fucking baffling. This was on the Nintendo Entertainment System, and yep. it runs smooth as shit. Like. In, and it has, it has, um, smooth shit, <laughs> smooth as shit, which is the opposite of the shits I have. Yeah. What? They all hurt a lot. So they're all like, uh, uh, like a gorilla finger. But like, imagine if a gorilla were to stick its finger in gorilla glue and then nails oh, first. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, uh, it's that guy in the John Clown Van Damme movie where he sticks his, his yes, thing in glass. Yes. yes He's like, yes. Yes, definitely. Oh my goodness. I totally understand that. It, I agree with you. It is way more developed. It's way more. There are elements to this game that you just don't see coming and they treat it like a ninja. So, ooh, very good. They treat it so matter of fact where you're like, you got to jump here to jump here to jump here, man. Figure it out. And you're yeah. like, oh, right. Okay. Oh, okay. Fine. Even when we got to the point in the second level about jumping down. Yes. You're like, wait, jump down. That doesn't feel right. Yeah. And you're like, no, hey, guys, you got to jump down. It's at least when it sets the rules, those are the new standards. And we talked about before how we were worried about the game, like a lot of games of this era, exploiting issues with the controls in right. order to increase the difficulty. And there's an element of that. But it's in such a predictable way that if you find yourself getting exploited, it is kind of your fault. Yeah. There's like the boxers are the worst enemy in the game. Worse. But you only get hit by them if you miss your first swing. Yeah. So if you hit them properly the first time, they're not an issue. If you miss them, they end up behind you, around you, which is funny too, because like in boxing, it's about breaking the angle, getting to where the person is going to be before they get there and then being somewhere else when they get there. And it's like, 
the way that it ends up working, in spite of the fact that if you just lump this in with other difficult platforming games of the time, this one feels way better. Yeah. Way better than a lot of other quote-unquote difficult games that I played of this era. Yeah. I agree with you completely. And like, it just, you're it's just, it's stuff you don't expect. You know, we, we talk about this all the time of saying like, you know, I wonder what a speed run of this would look like. You know what? I don't need to picture it. I could imagine exactly yes. what a speed run of this yeah. looks like. You are just, you're jumping at the right times. You're avoiding certain fights and you're just being super accurate. But you're going, you could do a whole level and not be an expert at this with never breaking stride. Yes. You can run the yes. whole way, eliminating people and jumping and never break stride. It, and it promotes that kind of play. The, yeah. the, the time limit is very short. You're expected to keep moving. If you don't, enemies are going to respawn as soon as the, the frame of your camera reaches where they were before they're coming back so don't move backwards yeah only move forwards and it it feels great once you get into that flow i i have to say a lot of games we play from this era and even four years after five years after even when you play them well they don't feel good yeah this game feels satisfying there was one moment in the gameplay when i we were taking our time with a lot of the jumps that we had to do and then we heard the buzzer going off where it's like you have 10 seconds and i'm like well, either I make a mad dash to the exit and right. die and, and miss a jump, or I just stand here waiting and lose anyway, and I just sprinted to the exit and managed to nail every jump yep. and kill every enemy and Boy, got did there with you. literally one second left. And while I was moving that fast, it felt really good, yeah. like really satisfying and like I was in control in a way that even in Mega Man, I don't feel like I have that kind of control. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you that it... You did feel powerful in this game, yeah. which is not something you often get from games of this right, time. Right. It was about like Final Fighter somewhere. It's like punch, 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 punch. Yes. And you're like, this one, you're like, no, you are lethal. Like you and are moving one fast. One hit kills just about every enemy. Exactly. And you're moving faster yes. than them in most cases. Um, like you did feel powerful, which I think is kind of remarkable for the time as well. Yeah. I, I mean, this is, I think Final Fight's a great comparison because there is... <laughs> more of a focus on I think aesthetic and the game looking cool yeah. than there is in this game but what they give up in the overall like combos and move sets and what, what you can do in like you can suplex a guy in final fight but you can't do that in this what they give up in that they make up for in overall control yeah. and satisfaction in the feeling when you attack someone and, and, and make contact I really did not expect to like this game. No. And I really did like this game. Okay. Now, the issue is, and I'll say this as a caveat before we get into our reviews, I... The caveat is, is that one of those like scarves you wear instead of a necktie? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's an ass caveat. Yeah, it's caveat. Yes, yes okay. exactly. I thought it was a craviot. Uh, oh, a craviot. Oh, oh, man. It could be both. Yes, it could be both. What is the difference between those two? I don't know. No one really knows. No. And who's to say? If you're a Dapper Dan out there, you let us know. <laughs> What is the difference between a cravat and an and put an ascot? Down, put down your pomade. Yes. Put down your pipe and Mikey will join you. <laughs> Mikey might steal that pipe out of your mouth. Man, I love my pipe. I, I'm going up to the cottage this weekend. You know what I forgot to do when I told you about my pipe? What's that? That was a segment of Papa's purchases. By golly, it's Papa's purchases with me, Papa Mike. Get on board. Yeah! I forgot about Papa's purchases. I didn't. I think about it all the time. Oh, God. And that was an excuse to play the drop. So here you go. Um, 
No, I think I think all in all, though, uh, I, I did love this game playing it right now. Yeah. As a kid, I don't know that I would have had the patience for it. Because what Final Fight does have is, even though it may not be as as notoriously difficult and the, the gameplay may not be as satisfying to play, it was satisfying to watch. Right. And in an era where games were not, it wasn't a given that a game was going to be fun just because it was good. Mm-hmm. It wasn't going to feel good just because it was popular. Final Fight, I felt more powerful because I saw them doing cool things right. and I looked like right. a fucking jacked Cody. You know what I mean? Uh, or Guy. <laughs> Whatever. Hagger. No, sorry. Hagger. Hagger, Hagger, yeah. Cody, Guy. Yeah. Um, but in this, I can imagine if I played, I played this game once in the arcade and right. I died right away, never put another quarter yeah, into it. Yeah. It was too difficult. And I think that would have been a big barrier to entry for me. Do you think as a kid, you would have been interested in that? Or, you know, or I, that? I, I, you're, you're literally right on my mind right now because yeah. I, I, that's exactly where I was going to go. Whereas like, there are certain elements that I appreciated now in 2021 going, oh, wow, I can't believe it had it in, you know, 1989 or 88. And, but yet, um, you know, in 1997, when I would have played this or sure, something like that, sure. I would have been like, oh, God, I don't know. I would have rather gone to the game that was a little more colorful yes, and I totally a agree. little bit more like immediate satisfaction with it. Because you're looking for an improvement in graphics, whereas now that 2D is just 2D, yeah. there's like a, a nostalgia factor to this yes. type of, of stripped down graphics. The one thing I will say Ooh. is that uh, we did play with save states often. And yes. how much would that change our review if we couldn't do that? And and how much do we factor that into the review, knowing that back in the day you couldn't do that? Like, this is a yeah. version of that game that we played right now. It's on Nintendo Switch Online. So do you factor that in? I kind of think you have to because mm. that's the version that we have right now. Um, but I don't know. I, I really like that. I'm. It, it's almost like no matter what, there's going to be an asterisk. Yep. Either we force ourselves to play with no save states or... We play or, with them and factor that into the review. Okay, so I think it's unavoidable at this it's, point. It's unavoidable. We, we got to get into So into let's get into it. Explain, Mikey. How do we do the rankings, Randy? So uh, if, you, if you fell asleep when I first explained this, you dolt. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it again. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, people have short memories these days. <sighs> they want to be coddled. You're, it's weird because you're... You so ugly, you oh. look like an elephant. Oh, my God. But you ain't like an elephant because your memory sucks. Oh, my God. This bad boy podcasting <laughs> has gone to your head. <sighs> my handsome head. Okay, yeah. No okay, No one's disagreeing. Right? Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, like, it's not It's not, not handsome, right? Oh, are you self-conscious, bad boy? What? Podcasting? No, like, it's fine. It's good. If you think Bad Boy of Podcasting's head is handsome, let him know at Retrograde Mikey. And I want to be clear. I'm not talking about my face. You're talking about the head of your Everything penis. else is that handsome. Right. Wait, what? Is is the rest of the, the <laughs> everything that on the top above my neck. So everything shoulders up. Neck up. But not face. Not the face. So, and the face is ears front. Yeah. Ears are not my face. jaw up. Jaw up. Basically, anything that they would have taken to become the other person in the movie Face Off. Right. Okay, yes. Okay, yes. go watch the movie Face Off. Wherever they have scars. Right. That is what I don't want you to judge me on. How do they explain the two inches and the 50 pounds between them? 
Like they, that is a one line throwaway in that movie. Is there? It's a one line oh, throwaway I totally in forgot that movie. About that. Yeah, it's so funny. That would be a very good. God, I wish they made a video game about that. Um, <laughs> that would be a very good Mushroom Club. Uh, just saying. But yes, yes. Us, um, you and I getting drunk so and watching let, that. Let me know if I, if my head is handsome. <laughs> Leave my face out of it. Um, but what we like to do on this podcast is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Typically, we will have played those games, but in this case, we haven't. So the first review we give out of four bits is going to be our review based on what we think we would have thought yes. of the game had we played it back when it first came out in 1988 or sometime thereabouts. Yes, yes. Um, when we would have foreseeably played it as kids, and then we're going to give it another rating out of four bits, which represents mm. how the game holds up in the modern day against the likes of modern games like... Warzone, like oh, Overwatch, yeah. like Castlevania, the non-anime. Oh, so Andrew, why don't life. you start us off and give this game <laughs> a review out of four bits based on what you think you would have thought of it if you had played it back in the day? You know what? It's it's interesting to talk about this game because there are so many. Uh, you know, the word I'm going to get to is the modern in modern day. You're like, this is charming. Yes, it is yeah, charming. Yeah, because of the the novelty and certain things you can do. Well, I hate to break it to you, this would have been cutting edge. You know, when so it came out. Edge, yes, and, and and more cutting edge than the blade that's passed down in the Hayabusa oh my family. God, that is a very good ref. <laughs> um, it, it's so it's so true because you would have gone. You know, and and. What we've discovered in doing modern games sometimes is that when you are the first to battle, when you are the first to market with this kind of stuff, you go, yeah, okay. Sure. You know, and I don't know if we would have had the same appeal that I do in the current day when you heard us clearly talking about this game that I would have back in the day. I agree with you. I think you put a couple quarters in, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go play Mario. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go play that skiing game. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really get that you would have gotten that same appeal, even though if you had given your time into it, um, you would have seen the rewarding. If someone gave you $10, you're like, fuck yeah, sure. I'm rich. I can do whatever I yes. want. I, I could do it, but I don't think I would have stayed long enough with it to get the just uh, just rewards from it. Right. So I am going to fortunately give this a lower score than I should, but I'm going to give it a two out of four. Yeah, I, I that is the exact score I'm going with this oh, one really? as well for the exact same reason. Yeah. I know myself as a kid, I hated overly difficult games yeah. as a kid. All of my reviews will ref reflect that. And I know that I'm wrong. I know that I am, but I'm not, in 1988, a reviewer who is 25 years old writing a review for this game objectively. Our retro reviews are often subjective, and in this case, it's very subjective because me, as I'm still Big Boy Mikey, but I'm a little kid at that point. Yes. Little kid Big Boy Mikey. Is, Do you know if you were 25 in 1988, you'd be 58 right now? God, time. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. If you were a 25-year-old playing this game. In 1988. You are 33 years older than you were then. Which means? 58. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that means? Uh, you're older. Uh, it means you're on the second half of your life. <laughs> it means. Oh, so you're get, not going to live to 116? Get your, get your, get your terms in set. Yes. Because you might have children and you need to know what's going to happen to yeah. your, your, your stuff afterwards. And write us into your will. Yeah, well, like if we're giving you a, if you're 58 years old out there, yeah. and you like listening to us dildos, yeah, then you, we need to be part of your will. I hundred percent agree with you on that. Yes, like, and if Will's your partner and you want a threesome, that's not including. We're not part of your will. No, no, but Andrew might not be. Well, I, I shouldn't say no flat. No, send us a picture of Will. Send us a picture of Will and maybe some terms and conditions. Yes, I read all of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter how long they if are. You've heard this podcast. We read all the terms and conditions. We cannot move past <laughs> until we read the terms and conditions. It's a legality thing. A, we, We're we super care, litigious. We care about the words on the page. <laughs> 
Yes. Always. So again, two out of four for me, two out of four for you. Um, and Andrew, that leaves us with a, it's it's a unfortunately a four out of eight for the retro score. I know. Which is a shame. And yeah. we know that that's low and that's unfortunately going to hamstring this when it comes to getting into the annals of mm, the Dwayne, the Rock, Johnson & Johnson Family Company Trophy Hall of Fame trophy. Or I said it wrong, but you it's did, close but to that. You're close. Close to that. So yeah. let's move into the modern day. Andrew, what did you think about this game as it holds up in the modern day? So like I said earlier, charming, I think is the right way to go about it. You're kind of blown away at the the the, the levels that it went to, the the abilities of the character to, to do things. It wasn't just running down the street and slashing at things. Right. It was the ability to bounce off walls. It was the ability to move up and down. The fact the bouncing off the walls is so built into the game that you, it's a necessity to defeat the bosses. Right. Which is actually, I really, I think that's really cool. I think it's really cool. And, and, and it, it seems to be an element of just about every boss, too. They know they've got something. There. Yes. This could have been a fucking Spider-Man game for all yes. we care about. You know, like, this, it's a huge important part of the game. Now, that being said, I really liked it. I thought that was super charming. That's really awesome. Now, if I could look myself in the mirror and go, should I actually, would I actually go back and play this game? Mm -hmm. you're, like you're saying, against the War Zones, against the Overwatches. Ah. <sighs> I am going to give this a very good score, but okay. I'm not going to give it the best of scores because I'm being real with myself and saying, am I actually going to go back and play this game? Because at times it can be very frustrating and I only imagine it would get more frustrating. I'm going to give this a three out of four. Nice. I, this is, this is where I really struggle because I, I think, I think one thing that this podcast we've discovered on this podcast is that I, I definitely like a classic 2d platformer more than you do. You do. Yes. Um, but the problem is this is really, really fucking hard and really unforgiving if you don't have save states. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Sorry. That was something we should talk about in the modern day. Yes. The, a huge element of why I'm giving it a better score than I did previously is I can save it. Yes. And go back and play it. If and stuff I like couldn't, that. if oh. I just had an SNES cartridge, Fuck that. I just don't know if I would play it again. And I'll be honest. Please do. I always try to be. Yeah. I strive to be. Try is a key word I there. I try. It's really hard for me though. Successful? We'll see. Because like, I don't want to get myself into trouble. So I lie. Bad boy of podcasting like, get, doesn't like getting in trouble? Well, I don't like getting punished, but I like being <laughs> bad. <laughs> what, unless you're choosing to be punished. Then spank me daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I, lo I I loved playing this game okay. but a lot of what I loved about it is the save state if the retro game back in the day had save states yeah it would be a three and a half out of four possibly no I wouldn't say higher it would be a three and a half okay. out of four for All right. me. okay but I feel like one of the reasons we gave this more of a, a try yes. is because of the save states explicitly absolutely and and if we weren't playing it with save states, we wouldn't have made it as far as we did. And I would have given it a lower score, maybe a two and a half. Uh -huh. So I'm trying to come somewhere in the middle and that's going to land me right where you are at a three out of four as well. Oh my God. You and I gave an identical score both times. Look at that. Wow. So that is going to be a 10 out of 16. That's incredible. Wow. You know what's funny? I feel like that's low for some reason, even though we both gave them pretty good scores. It's, it is, it's, I think it's absolutely low given what this game means. You know, yeah. like we did Excite Bike recently and that is also just like a behemoth in the video game world. Yeah. It's a name that everyone knows. Ninja Gaiden has permeated, more so than Excite Bike, has permeated mm -hmm. video game culture for <laughs> nigh on 36 years. Yeah, because they're not still making Excite Bikes. Right. They're still making Ninja Gaiden. Exactly. Literally the remake is coming out in a couple days if you're yeah. listening to this on Tuesday. Um, th however, the, the save state was a big element of what made it so enjoyable. 
And yet, it just feels like that is a more modern gaming mechanic. It feels like something, if they had the ability to do it back in the day, mm. they may have done it. So it's like, do you punish it for an arbitrary hardware limitation? Right. Or do you do you consider it based on the fact that we've retconned it and can experience it that way? Unfortunately, there is no definite answer one way or another. So I like the fact that we're coming right in the middle there. Well, there we go. Just like a duck, we're coming right in the middle there. <laughs> um, so, so there you go. Ninja got in. Um, if you have any interest in that, I want you to hit us up at Retrograde Mikey, at Retrograde yes. Andy. We want to hear your thoughts on this because even though we didn't play it as kids, this definitely left a mark on us here. Yeah, and we, absolutely. I, I An Andre Markov on us. It, it, absolutely. I think it's really interesting. It's, I, I can't get away from these like super generic terms, but it is an interesting game. And I'd love to know more about it. And, I, and if you go back and if you want to go be uh, playing the... Uh, the new one that's going to be coming out. Yes. I want to hear from you. What are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's the it's going to be the uh, the 3D versions that you're playing, but I would love to see, even then, is Ninja Gaiden still... Does it, is it still impactful? Yeah. Is it still meaningful? Yeah. I would... I, I consider it. I have so much on my backlog that I just don't have the time to get the oh, remake or the remaster, but I, I would love to, and I want to hear from a lot of you. Uh, before we leave, though, I, I think that we have something to do. Because I hear the band warming up. Oh, my God. And it's God. about time for the award ceremony, yes, Andrew. Yes, it is. All right, let's let's let the orchestra take us away. You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. Oh, it's gorgeous. Oh, beautiful. Everyone's showed up in their gi. Even oh though I'm pretty God. sure gi is not what it's called. No, it's 100% not what it's called. Yeah, but that's what they're wearing, and they just didn't understand. But they You're didn't all wear, wrong. You're all wrong. You're all wrong. They're not even wearing ninja outfits. They are wearing gis. It's like they're about to roll with each other on <laughs> yeah. the jujitsu mat. Did you guys all take a bus from your from your local practice? Yeah. Your Gracie Hara? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm getting a lot of nods. Oh, oh a lot wow. of nods. Okay, wow. Oh, Elliot's got his black belt. Hey, oh my God. Elliot, you have a black belt? And you let us put you in that cage all the time? Oh, this is a weird sex this thing. This is a weird sex yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a weird sex hey, thing. Elliot, show us your penis for a second. What? At corkscrew. Yeah? Corkscrew. I knew he I was knew a it. duck. He's a duck. Yeah. He's a duck. That's why he's so jacked. Mother or father's side? Mother's, mother's side. side. Wow. wow. Didn't wow. see that coming. Interesting. So his dad has the corkscrew dick, which yes. is why. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Elliot Mallard. I didn't know that was his Elliot name. Elliot Mallard <laughs> yes. was his name. Oh, oh but my goodness. I put two and two together. Yeah, you know honestly. I mean? Yeah. Such also, a deep, like, rich backstory on Elliot. On Elliot. And the fact that he doesn't ever come on mic is because he quacks. Oh. Yeah. Now I hear that it. Makes a now lot I sense. hear it. I hear it. I okay. always thought he was just like gagging. Mm-hmm. Because of the things we feed him. Yes, and the ball in the mouth. The, yeah. yeah, all that soggy bread that we feed him, and he's just <laughs> gagging on it all the time, and the ball in the mouth. Yes, but he likes the soggy bread. He's he nodding. He's nodding. He's nodding. Okay. He likes well, it. Or go. no, I think he's just trying to choke it down his throat. Oh, he's there like, we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Elliot, let us know what Ninja Gaiden, which awards it won. The Wine Cellar. Oh! What is this? Uh, is this a 88 rosé on your hands? <laughs> an 88 rosé. Yes. Is this a Cotaron uh, from the fieldy elements of Japan? Uh, uh, it's a sake from 88. Yes, exactly. The yes. wine cellar. The wine cellar. And what cellar. an award that is. Uh, I love this award because it is very rare mm. to be better in the modern day than you were back in the day. But for us growing up as kids, I mean, this is the era where that is prone to happen. Yeah. Where we didn't appreciate a game for what it was, and then we come back and play it, and we we do like it quite a bit more. This it's, is deserving. It's super prestigious. Like, mm -hmm. let's just be real about this. And yeah. and, and a lot and, of dead clones. 
lot of dead yes, a lot of dead clones. David, David Bowie, Bowie dressed as Tesla. <laughs> God damn it, that's good. Um, Elon but- Musk should play Tesla one day in the in the Prestige sequel. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a great <laughs> idea. Um, well, dressed as Wario though. Yes, exactly. He's like, um, I live in Buffalo. Uh, okay, so yeah, I will say like obviously it's not you the Dwayne, say? it's not the the Dwayne Johnson Rock and Rock. But no, no, no. It's is that this is up there with. If you have won this award, it says really good things about your game. There are very few games that that do win it. Uh, we, uh, you know, uh, Dead Space won it mm. recently. Again, another game that we didn't appreciate for what it was. Kirby Superstar was oh, another one. Love that game. Civ Three was another one. Yep. Act Razor was another one. Oh, for sure. Yeah, a uh, Battle Toads is another one. Like, okay. There are a lot, a lot of really great. All the all the games that we say are fantastic games, and you can see how as kids we may not have had the appreciation for those games. Appreciation for those games, <laughs> uh, but now we do and this is this is no different oh man that was amazing i'm, I'm really glad we went, went to uh, play that game again and and obviously like we said before let us know if you're playing the game currently Absolutely. we'd love to hear from you but on top of all that thank you so much for listening to the retrograde podcast we love every single one of you and we can't wait to talk to you soon my name is andrew bascom and with me as always is the bad boy of podcasting huh, mikey Aaronworth, and this is the retrograde podcast game over Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at Retrograde Andy. And then Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. And remember, Find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. We don't ask that you give us much, apart from joining our Patreon. But what we do ask is that you join this community that we've grown. Also, give us some of your blood. (laughs) I want some of your hair in a bag. Thanks for listening. From your two dads. (laughs) Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Ah, sometimes I get a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I get that feeling that I never, 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 never let you go. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I get a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah.